This is the Unstoppable Authors Podcast with world-building warrior Angeline Trevina, planning and productivity powerhouse Holly Line, and formatting fireball Julia Scott. Every week we bring you discussions on the craft of writing, author life and business, and interviews with some of the industry's most unstoppable authors. A writer's life doesn't have to be solitary. We're here to bust that myth, support you on your journey, and encourage you to be unstoppable. Welcome to episode 131 of the Unstoppable Authors podcast. Today, we're talking about writing short stories and flash fiction. Before we get into the main topic, it's accountability time, guys. So, so January was a pretty good month for me. I got more written than I have in quite a while. Uh, But I also had quite a lot of family stuff happening because it was my youngest's birthday. and I'm a bit sort of stunned that he's 10 years old. I, I keep kind of looking at him going, how? Um, Whole decade. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And it's quite a landmark for me because of my my writing journey, because I wrote my first book while I was pregnant with him and while he was a baby. So mm. his birthday actually also marks a decade of my writing career. Wow. So, yeah, uh, that's scary. Um <laughs> So yes, yeah, so my February goals, a uh, little bit ambitious maybe, but uh, we'll see how it goes. I want to capitalise on this momentum that I've got going and I want to average a thousand words per day, 28k for the month. I'm actually putting a specific number on it in public for real accountability, guys. So, <laughs> And as it's the 4th of February that we're recording this on. Have you done a thousand words for the first four days of February? No, oh, <laughs> I'm <on>. already behind, <laughs> but... This I know this is how it works, and this is why it's an average of a thousand words a day and not okay. a thousand words a day because I know okay. I can catch up at the weekend because yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, so I'll let you off. Week nuts. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm also planning to uh finish reading three books. Um and I've got one that I'm I've nearly finished that'll be finished like tomorrow. So is that fiction books? No, it's a mixture. Cool. Nice. <laughs> so um yeah, January, I wanted to release my 30 Days of Worldbuilding second edition, which I managed. Um, I actually released it on the 31st of January. So I just snuck it in there right at the oh, end. Good job. Yes. <laughs> that's that's how we uh, that's how we do deadlines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, because of oh, there were so many delays with Amazon not publishing the paperback. Mm-hmm. And so all my careful planning for a weekend of launch stuff just went out the window. Um, so I spent my whole weekend just trying to distract myself to stop myself from refreshing my KDP account every 30 seconds to see if it was publishing yet. Um, so so it, all, it all worked out. It managed to, they managed to publish it just before my official release date. So Thank goodness. Um, but yeah, book releases seem to have suddenly become very stressful. Um, I don't know why. So I anyway, I decided after that, I decided to take the rest of the week off, which I kind of have. I've taken it off from like writing stuff mostly. <laughs> but honestly, 
I've been so busy, like here, there and everywhere and like having meetings and setting up dates and for stuff. And oh, it's so it's been incredibly busy, just not sitting down at the keyboard kind of busy, which is what I hope to do in February. I need to get back to writing some fiction. I can't even remember the last time I wrote fiction. <laughs> and what fiction uh, are you going to focus on? Um, I would like to write another middle grade book for my pen name and I would like to actually finish it in February I know I can do it if I knuckle down so I want to get that totally written and work on my new dark fantasy series I just need to write some fiction and remind myself how to do it (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that and I've only been writing fiction for like ages but um Yeah, I don't really want to talk about my January goals and whether or not I hit them because I feel like a broken record at this point. (laughs) So no, the original Midorian still isn't complete. And it's been a really weird process with my editor working on what I have written before I finished writing the whole book. Um, Mm. It's been, yeah, it's weird, but it's been quite helpful because they've pointed out issues with my writing that I can amend as I move forward. So that's good. And Mm. I am getting there. I'm just getting there a little slower than I'd like. Um, it's frustrating because I'm one of those perfectionists who just want everything done now, but I'm just struggling with this. Um, So I actually started writing a short story to enter into an anthology, um, which is, it's a nice challenge and it was a nice break from the Mirror Souls world actually. And it's got me fired up about writing my fantasy series, even though I can't do that just yet. Um, But I'm hoping to learn lots of tips from today's episode from (laughs) Holly and Angeline. (laughs) yeah so I'll be the one sitting here listening to them tell us all about writing short fiction because I literally have no idea and I need to get an idea pretty fast so that I can finish this short story so yeah that's my February goal is to finish that short story have it nice and polished so that I can hand it in and and see if they want it and to make some more progress on the original Midorian and that's all I'm going to promise because I keep saying I'll finish the first (laughs) draft and it never actually happens so I'm just going to promise that there'll be progress Mm -hmm. good enough (laughs) Yeah, it is good enough. Yeah, <laughs> and it will be finished one day. Oh, it will. It's just life, you know. Life. Yeah. Life has happened. Yeah. I January. January did its January thing on me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very January, January. Oh God, it really was. It was. Yeah. And, and it did that annoying thing of being simultaneously the longest and shortest January on record. Yes. Yes. yes totally. <laughs> Okay, time for our question of the week. Last week, I asked you, how are you keeping the writing fun? In our Facebook group, Heather Button said, when I get stuck sometimes, in, I draw my characters. I find a reference image and then hand draw the character, changing bits to suit my story, which often leads to more story ideas. And yes, I love, love that. Love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Instagram, um, Shane said, what am I doing to keep the writing fun? I'm writing stories I want to read. And I mean, yes. is there a better answer than that? I mean, mm-hmm. um, we also had a reply from Sarah Rosette, who people may remember has been on the podcast before. Uh, she said, research. I have input and learner in my top five. So research is my happy place. And yes, mm-hmm. I have them in my six to ten and I, I relate hard. <laughs> Holly, I love, I love the way your face lights up when someone talks about the Clifton <laughs> things. I just I love it. I don't know. It just brings me so much joy. Oh, thanks. It brings me so much joy too. I can tell. That's what I love about it. I love strengths. 
<laughs> oh, I still can't remember mine. <laughs> yeah, I had I had to write mine down in a notebook because and I, every time I want to think about them or mention them, I have to get the notebook out again. I think I'll make some art with my top five in words and put it up on the wall. Yeah, that's a, that's a nice idea. That's, that's a good idea. Holly, just out of interest, how many of your top strengths do you know by heart? What number can you get up to? Uh, 15. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but I have them on the wall right next to my computer. Oh, so I go. see them all the time. <laughs> and I'm always talking about them and learning about them. So, you know, it's gone in and stuck. Good. Awesome. Um. Right. And this week, our question of the week, we want to know, how do you feel about reading or writing short fiction? Indeed. And we have no new patrons this week, but a huge thank you to all our current patrons. We really do appreciate the support. And this month, we're introducing a new benefit for our patrons. We are hosting writing sprints, answering questions and generally having a laugh. So join us for Sprints and Giggles on Wednesday, the 16th of February at 8 p.m. GMT. And if you'd like to join in and also support the show, you can do so for just £3 a month at patreon.com forward slash unstoppable authors. It would be really great if you could take a moment to share this episode on social media. Grab a screenshot, share it directly from your podcast platform or even take a selfie with it. Just remember to tag us so that we can share it too. It really does mean so much to hear from our listeners and to know that you enjoy the show. And you can also rate the show on Spotify now. I just thought I'd mention that. Um, <laughs> it's a new new feature, certainly on the app. So Awesome. Yeah. Go and do that. <laughs> well. So yes, today we are talking about short fiction um I'm gonna kick off I love things like this um but obviously these are just guidelines and you can <laughs> break out of these so different the different forms of short fiction and there are more than I realized when I when I looked these up so generally speaking but yes they are flexible guidelines so don't think that they're written in concrete so a novella is generally between 17 and a half thousand up to 40,000 words. I write a lot of novellas. I like novellas. I like short books. Mm. <laughs> um, a novelette, which pe- a lot of people don't see that as a different form. That one um, gets dropped out. So it's interchangeable. It's seven, like about seven and a half thousand up to your 17 and a half thousand. Below seven and a half thousand words is a short story. Below 1,000 words is flash fiction. And then under that, you've got some great little ones, which was uh, fun to discover about. 750 words is called sudden fiction. 100 words is known as a drabble. 50 words is known as a dribble. <laughs> so there you go. I love that. Dribble dribble. Um, and then you have a 280 character fiction, which is known as Twitterature. <laughs> because obviously it fits in a tweet and then you have a six word story which obviously is six words (laughs) (laughs) to be quite clear yeah yeah yes and I added my my all-time favorite thing uh, there to the notes is this is a complete story for sale baby shoes never worn by Ernest Hemingway yes six words is very difficult and I think he quite mastered (laughs) <laughs> the six word story in yep. that but yeah obviously those, those are quite loose especially the top end of the novella the novelette and the short story 
But yeah, a drabble has to be 100 words exactly and a dribble has to be 50 words exactly. Yeah, so. I'd, I'd never heard of those. And in my day, sorry, I'm going to go there. <laughs> um, I feel like novelette is quite a new thing. I that, do think so, yeah. That would just, a, a short story used to be up to 15,000 words as mm. far as I was aware, so... Yeah. yeah, is it? Yeah, novelette is is one of those ones that some people will mention it and some people will not at all. Mm. So I think it is it is quite a new one. I I've written a drabble before. It's not it's not easy. <laughs> Good words. Yeah, imagine if you have hundred and one and you just can't figure out where to get rid of that one from. <laughs> ah, you can always get rid of one. <laughs> <laughs> what if you have ninety nine and you need to add one? Just. Stick yeah, an adverb can, in somewhere. <laughs> yeah, or you could like extend out a contraction word, you know, like don't to do not. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. <laughs> oh. Or start a sentence with so or well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So why why would why would we bother? What's what's the point of writing? No I idea. Do that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I mean, any suggestions, guys? What, what are the reasons to do it? Um, so it's, a, it's really good writing practice. I, I suspect a lot of writers start out with short stories, even if it's way before they even think they're going to be a writer. I think probably a lot of us have written short stories at school. I don't. It, well, I don't know. I think that I, I find short stories harder than novels mm. because I just don't know how to fit all of my ideas in such a short form. I mean, novellas are a different thing because, yeah, you know, with, with novellas up to 40,000 words, you've got a lot more wiggle room, but like a short story. Um, so I've, I'm, the, the one I'm currently writing has got a limit of 5,000 words and I'm like, I'd rather write a novel. It's just easier <laughs> because you've got all the space in the world to write what you want. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I've come across a lot of indie authors who haven't written short stories. I suppose you do at school, but it's not really. Mm. Yeah, I don't know mm. if I did, actually. I'm sure I'm sure I did, especially at primary school. I, I, I still have evidence here oh, and there. Yeah, it's the odd well, piece of work, but yeah. Does that count? Yeah. <laughs> but it well, does. If that's like, because we count our childhood reading, don't we? When we, we think about like, how did we get into fantasy? Mm. I got into fantasy as a child yeah. and I would count that. So mm. how did you get into writing? Well, you know, your very first experience of writing may well be writing stupid short stories at school mm. <laughs> that you don't even remember yeah. afterwards. But <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you know, these things happen when you're a child and you don't know how much significance they're going to have in your life. Mm. But yeah, but it's, it, you know, a lot of people start out writing shorter stuff before they go into writing longer stuff. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's the whole like blurb thing. It's easier to write like 50,000 word novel than it is to write four sentences <laughs> of a blurb. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so writing short fiction can uh, give you publishing experience. Uh, so mm -hmm you know submitting to anthologies like you're doing Julia and um I know you've done quite a bit of that haven't you Angela? yeah that's where my publishing career started yeah short stories yeah so if you're you know if you're new to to professional writing it can be a way in it can be a way of just going through that experience and figuring out how it's all done and if you want to self-publish 
you know it's a good way to figure all of that out as well because yeah and I like I've got a lot of networking from doing that short fiction and getting into that sort of like more trad publishing world so I, I have like this split of networks a trad network and a indie network but uh yeah I'm I'm all for having fingers in every pie um yeah it's really good for just getting some publishing experience and experience of like rejection I think that's really good <laughs> sorry to say it but I think that's really really good thing for us to experience as writers um you can also use short fiction to try out an idea so I've done it before when um I've brought a new character into a novel and I wanted to get to know them better I just wrote a short story with the men literally like a page of a notebook just to get to know them a bit or you can try out a scene if you're not quite sure how it's going to work I know I know authors who have tried out whole book ideas just writing it as a short story really briefly to see how it works or testing out whether they want to write in first person or third person narrative Mm -hmm. I know authors who have tried to use short stories to figure that out as well. So, um, yeah, there's loads of ways that you can test ideas out without a huge commitment. Mm-hmm. But imagine it's a good way to test out um, your own personal writing styles, especially if you're mm. new um, and what you prefer to write, you know, because mm. when you're, you know, jumping into a novel, getting halfway through and thinking, actually, I think I'm better at writing first person than I am third person, then having to change everything. It's like, <laughs> you'd have written a few um, short stories first you may have figured that out sooner <laughs> yep yeah <laughs> trying out a new genre as well yeah to fit mm-hmm. into that yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah yeah you may want to uh you probably will want to if you're following the advice we usually give on this podcast uh create a reader magnet for your mailing list and using short stories is an absolutely brilliant thing to do um for that that's kind of the your classic cookie really um and so you know extending your world like especially if you if you do write a series having you know other sort of other minor characters and writing short stories about them or things that happened kind of off screen if you like writing those can make absolutely brilliant reader magnets that people will devour so Yes, absolutely. Um, and you can submit to anthologies as a reader mag- magnet as well. Um, I think I've done that. Holly's done that. And is that what you're doing, Julia? Writing yes. a short story re- related to your series? Well, so that- the series I haven't written yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not like the most wise thing to be like. <laughs> <laughs> it's very specific uh theme it's themed around moons magic and moons and um obviously that's very fantasy related and I could link mm. it to sci-fi if I wanted to in the mirror souls but I just I was really drawn to trying out this yeah again it's like trying out the characters mm. and and my fantasy series ideas mm. and it's made me want to write the whole thing but I can't write everything at once <laughs> or can I <laughs> you, you can try <laughs> you never but, know that that might be what works for me just writing little bits of everything when I feel like it who knows maybe but yeah these anthology um opportunities do come up now and again and mm-hmm. they're a, a great way to reach new readers and mm-hmm. bring them into your ecosystem of books yep and uh yeah finally 
you can use uh, you can use them as content for your uh, Patreon or Ko-fi or even your social media and mailing list. You know, wherever you want to share them, you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, use them as content for your content marketing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So there's loads of reasons why you might want to write some short fiction, uh, whether you publish it or whether it's just for your own brainstorming, really. Um, but writing short fiction is quite a different beast to writing long fiction. Oh, it really <laughs> and, is. Yeah. Some, you know, some people are just overwriters, and some people are the ideas and stories just come to them as like 200,000 word epics. <laughs> and, you know, there are a lot of writers who will never ever be able to write short fiction. I'm the opposite, I'm a complete underwriter. So like when I write a novel, my edit gets my second draft is longer than my first draft because I have to add in (laughs) because I come from a short story background. Um, So it is a very different beast to uh, writing long fiction and things to remember and to think about when you're thinking about writing short fiction is it does actually need a beginning and a middle and an end. (laughs) It does. It does need bedrock. Yeah, it does. It does need to be self-contained and be a story in its own right. Um, although it can hint at there is more to the story. So this is the prequel. Now go and read my eight book series. <laughs> so what about what about cliffhangers in short stories? How do we feel about those? I think um, asking for no, a friend. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think cliffhangers in short stories are probably going to be the same as cliffhangers in books. Um, some readers are fine with them, and some readers hate them with an absolute passion. But I think if you if you're creating a cliffhanger, you've got to have somewhere to send them next. Yeah, yeah. So. I think um, I think short story readers would probably generally really not like them mm. um but we could sort of start to veer into like serialized stories you know if you were planning to write a series of short stories you could have cliffhangers and that would be totally legitimate as long as you set up the reader's expectations accurately that that's what is going to happen um but I'm not sure whether that would count as short fiction if it's a longer story that's just split into short mm. parts yeah you know absolutely um yeah and just like longer fiction in your short fiction you want fully developed characters with a character arc um obviously it's not going to be as complex or as long or as involved though generally in short fiction you'll have fewer try-fail cycles Mm -hmm. and fewer um sub characters and usually just the single plot rather than any subplots yeah and I think it's fairly safe to say we're not talking about dribbles no you know we're (laughs) we're talking about the longer short stories I think your your um twitterature is probably not going to have a fully developed character arc um so yeah so that's perhaps less relevant with the very very short ones um so how can you fully develop a character in 15,000 words for example what do you need to do? Yeah, it's tough. 
but um that's where you you see a lot of short stories um leaning maybe more heavily than novels do on tropes and stereotypes maybe to be able to get across the feel of a character very quickly and yeah so if you pick out the most distinctive traits of a character um the ones that really pop out and the ones that say a lot about them Mm. um and it could be it it could be something physical but it might be a mannerism like Mm -hmm. not just how they look but how they speak or if they have an accent that you know there's I don't know there's there's little things you can give your character aren't there to make them distinctive yeah absolutely and you can say a lot about a character in just one thing like if you have a character who has incredibly rough skin on their hands Mm. you're saying a heck of a lot about that character just by saying that they've got rough skin on their hands yeah so (laughs) or if they're um very tanned and weathered you're saying a lot about the character just in that one thing so yeah you pick those distinctive things and push them forward Mm -hmm. you've got I think in a short story you've got to really show um your reader let's look at this thing over here and now you're going to look at this thing over here and there's not time to look around the room Mm. (laughs) (laughs) yeah um speak yeah and I think uh, obviously you you need to do these things in longer fiction as well but it's mm. with short fiction you have to be quite precise about it but giving the character both a wound and a desire so you give them you know by giving them a wound you're saying something about the backstory it's something that has made them the way they are um, it's something you know some baggage that they carry with them and if you give them a desire it gives them you know motivation and something that they want to achieve which ideally they should achieve within the narrative as well um and that's your arc so you show Mm -hmm. where they were and then get them to where they want to go and you can do that in a short number of words you just have to be very precise about what the wound and the desire are and not not be vague about it and just really clear and you know have signposts along the way so that everything is spelled out for the reader yeah absolutely and of course your short story needs conflict as Mm -hmm. every story does um but yeah in a short story you're probably only going to have the one conflict not subplots with extra conflicts in Mm. um yeah it's just it's a simpler story structure yeah not so not so webbed (laughs) with lots of strands um with short stories, you still need a setting that your um, that your readers can disappear into, but you're probably not going to be able to create a huge fantasy world with loads of history, but you can show them a small part of the fantasy world. It doesn't mean that you have to set it in a coffee shop because everyone knows what a coffee shop looks like. Um, you can absolutely set a short story in a fantasy world, but <laughs> you're not going to be showing them everything in that world just (laughs) a small corner of it um you know we all know what a room looks like we all know what a pub looks like you know we all know what a street looks like so you can get use the familiar if you are using like fancy or sci-fi world then look for what's familiar and portray that give your readers something familiar to grab hold on to yeah it's tropes again isn't it so yep 
you know if it yeah. is if it's like you know your classic high sword and sorcery fantasy then everyone who reads that knows what they're getting with a tavern mm-hmm. or you know um a mountain town or you know just the the settings that are very familiar to readers of the genre you won't need to do a lot of work word count wise to establish them because they're pretty standard things yeah absolutely uh short stories very often have a twist ending as well not always they don't have to but it is it is a a thing Mm. in short stories twist endings yeah and I think there's a certain amount of you know um why you're writing the short story what the context is for you um because if you're writing short stories in order to extend your existing world like for your patreon or whatever then you can get away a lot more with you know um the the settings and the characters and everything mm-hmm. because hopefully most of the people reading will already be familiar with your books so they may already know the characters or the places or so if that's what you're doing I think there's perhaps more scope for having slightly more complex stories if you don't need to do as much world building or character development yeah that's very true yeah you want in short stories you want to have a nice gentle learning curve for your readers whether that be contained within the short story and the way you write it or whether that's because it's related to your other books which yes hopefully they have read (laughs) or will read (laughs) yeah I think if it's a reader magnet if you're using it to attract new readers or it's going into an anthology and it's completely standalone that's a very different thing Mm -hmm. and so there you you need to be very um mindful that people are not necessarily going to be familiar with anything else that you've done yeah absolutely um so yeah as I said my my writing career started in short stories and short stories taught me a lot of very good things that I now take into my novels uh the big thing that short stories taught me is the economy of words and making every single word count and pull its weight and I still write like that even when I write a novel my just my voice my style is very stripped back and this is the important thing I'm not going to spend two pages describing a mountain view um which is a very different style of writing I'm I'm never going to be that writer but there are lots of writers who are and there are lots of readers who love that which is brilliant Mm -hmm. um but yeah making every single word count a matter and say something (laughs) which sounds funny yeah make your words (laughs) say something (laughs) yeah but yeah um, make make them say more than or as much as they possibly can um I think that's I think that's really valuable even when you do tend to write longer I tend Mm. to write quite descriptive stuff but you know there's huge value in knowing how to make your words pack a punch as well and yes because there's a danger of being sort of too flowery just for its own sake and I mean that is like sort of in like literary fiction for example that's that's a certain style and that's totally legitimate um but most you know popular fiction and genre fiction is it's very different and coming from short stories or using short stories to practice that can be incredibly valuable 
Yeah, I think I think in genre fiction particularly, yes, definitely. Yeah, if you're re- if you are writing literary fiction, yes, that's a totally different genre, and the readers of that have very different expectations. Um, yeah, right, like I said before, you can use short fiction to try out a new character and get to know them better, and that is something that I've used short fiction for to help me get to know a character that I'm kind of struggling to get into the voice of. And that works really, really well. Yeah, it's taught me how to convey character or setting or plot really quickly um, and how to pick out the most important details, Hmm. which is, yeah, it's something you can take into your novels that's really, really important. And it has taught me the art of very ruthless editing. (laughs) Especially if you're writing a drabble. Absolutely. And you've just got your 101 words. (laughs) Yeah. So, Julia, how are you finding the experience of coming to short fiction after, you know, but you've kind of done it the other way around. So Mm. I I'm finding it really hard Um, and I don't class myself as an overwriter. Really, I'm an underwriter. I'm like Angeline or I'll write lots and then I'm like, okay, there's not enough description here or this dialogue needs extending. Um, and my editor helps me with that. Um, but yeah, like I said, I've been given a maximum of 5,000, like an absolute maximum. Um, and it's, <laughs> it's a character from the fantasy series I want to write and kind of her origin story really. And I just don't know how to cram everything I want to say <laughs> in such, a, it's like, that's like two chapters worth for me. Um, so yeah, it's it's challenging. It's a challenge, but it's a fun challenge. And I've sat here really quietly the whole time just listening to you two. <laughs> my, my head's going, oh yeah, oh yeah, I need, oh yeah, I need to think about that. Or how can I include that? You know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I may like finish this short story and be like, I'm never doing that again. Um, I'll stick to novels, but but yeah. then you've learned something really good from doing it. Mm. Yeah, you know, because yeah, not everyone is a short story writer. Yeah, exactly. And um, I was thinking that this fantasy series would be a series of novellas. Actually, I don't think there'll be full, full novels, but um, that's a kind of wait and see thing once I throw myself into it properly. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, you'll have to keep us updated on the short story. I will do. (laughs) And whether it gets accepted into the anthology or not. (laughs) We'll see. Does that wrap us up for short fiction? Has anyone got any other points that they want to raise? I don't think so. I think it's rather meta that this feels like it's been quite a short (laughs) episode as well. It is fitting. How long have your short stories been is my question. Like, obviously you've written several, but, you know, what kind of, what kind of, like for a reader Mm. magnet, if someone thinks I need to write a short story um, for a reader magnet, what would you suggest kind of, they'd aim for word count wise I know it's going to vary massively but Mm. yeah I'm trying to think I I because I have a prequel novella that is the magnet for my memory trader series and I was trying to remember while we were talking how long it is and I honestly don't know but I would I think it's probably somewhere like 17 to 20,000 words um but yeah I've I mean like I say I've I've had a I've had a drabble published which was obviously a hundred words, but um, the short stories I've had published probably range from like 
um, they had word limits of like 2,000 words up to 5,000, I would say. Yeah. Mm. I, I'm i not sure. It's um, I was trying to think that as well. And I mean, I've got... Um, I've got a, I call it a novella, but you know what? I don't even know the word count, so it might be um, a novelette. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like it might be about 20,000 words, I think. It might be a bit under. So um, so that's sort of the, my main reader magnet now, but I also have a collection of short stories, which I originally published on my Patreon and then bundled them up and turned them into a reader magnet. And I think each one of those is only about 2000 words. So um, yeah. And then I have a very short story, which is a reader magnet for my uh, lies, the dead tell series, which I think is only about a thousand words. It's, it's quite short. So yeah, it, it varies. And I think as painfully unhelpful as this is, but, if it's for a reader magnet so there's no one telling you how long it has to be it's as Mm. long as it needs to be to tell the story so (laughs) it's just when you're submitting to someone else and they've given you a word limit that's I think that's when it's really hard because it's so constraining it's hard I've written about 750 words so far and I feel like I could write the rest of the novel (laughs) you know it's like uh, and you do you want you want it to have an ending it needs to Mm -hmm it needs to feel like it concludes yeah and oh that was good you know rather than where's the rest of the book you know yeah so um I mean obviously I'm a fairly new writer and yeah the last short story I wrote was probably in year five or six at school Mm. um I still have it it's upstairs (laughs) (laughs) it was a quite good story to be fair um but yeah it's definitely a challenge I'd say yeah that sort of happened with me with the magic underground anthologies the story that I started writing I got sort of 8,000 words in I think I was like yeah this isn't a short story this needs to be a novel and now that's the new (laughs) series of novels that I'm working on so (laughs) yeah so yeah short short stories can be a great way into starting something you might start a short story thinking that's all it's going to be but it actually turns out to be something way bigger and more amazing so yeah it's all good stuff Mm -hmm. all right so shall we move on to the would you rather question? Yeah, it is my turn this week and it's a weird one. Um, some people may relate to it, some may not. But the question is, would you rather have nosy neighbours or noisy neighbours? Ah. Uh, I relate to this on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> oh, both are horrendous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I... I think I would rather have the nosy neighbours um, and then I'd put like seven foot fences around my garden. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I think I'd probably make the same choice. Um, I have had noisy neighbours before and you, oh, you it's awful, so, isn't it? there's like nothing you can do about it. And but what if the nosy neighbours gets to like a stalkerish point? Oh well, then you report them to the police. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can report noisy neighbours to the police. To be fair, that's true. Only if they're over a certain like noise level, isn't it? Yeah, and if it's like noisy at night, then yeah, fair enough. But if it's during the day, the police are just going to be like, eh. 
I think our walls are really thin because I always hear my neighbours sneezing and I always say bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you say it loud enough for them? To no, hear? I don't because that's <laughs> just embarrassing. Because <laughs> they hear me screaming at my kids or something <laughs> instead. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's probably what our neighbour hears from our house but he likes to do his hoovering at 10 p.m at night so i think oh, it's great. fair enough that you get some early morning noise from us yeah <laughs> you're right yeah we had a, an an awful um period a number of years ago where our neighbors evidently looked after their grandchildren and they, there was a baby and the baby would just scream and scream and scream for oh. hours and i was like do i call social services like do I go around and offer to help like it was awful listening to baby crying all the time oh that's hard so what was your answer I didn't hear what either of you I I would rather have nosy neighbors than I would rather have nosy neighbors yeah yeah I think I would love to know what our what our listeners would answer. So mm. I think we'll we'll have to put that on the next social media post to let us know yeah. what, what you would have said to the would you rather. <laughs> <laughs> and just a reminder of our question of the week, how do you feel about reading or writing short fiction? And remember that if you want to join us for sprints and giggles and get all of the other benefits, you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash unstoppable authors. And don't forget to share the podcast online and tag us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Just search for Unstoppable Authors. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Unstoppable Authors podcast. We'll be back next week with more of our tenacity and worldly wisdom. Don't forget to visit our website to get the show notes and heaps of helpful blog articles at unstoppableauthors.com. And join our Guild of Unstoppable Authors and you will not only hear from us every week, but you will also get a free digital copy of my book, 30 Days of World Building. If you enjoyed the episode, please remember to subscribe and leave a review.